This Vanguard ETF will make you a millionaire. So reaching millionaire status isn't easy, especially if you're earning an average income. But earning one million dollars or more is possible, even if you're not already wealthy. Investing in the stock market can be a fantastic way to build wealth, and you don't need a lot of money to begin. And with the right strategy, you can earn well over one million dollars. Some investments are better than others, though, and it's crucial to invest in the right places to get the most bang for your buck. And there's one investment in particular that can help you make a lot of money with little to no effort on your part. Picking stocks can be daunting because there are seemingly unlimited choices, but one popular type of investment is the exchange-traded fund, or the ETF. A group of stocks or bonds packaged together into a single investment. When you invest in an ETF, you're actually investing in dozens or hundreds of stocks at once. The Vanguard S&P 500 ETF tracks the S&P 500. In other words, the fund contains all the stocks from companies listed in the S&P 500. S&P 500 ETFs carry less risk than many other types of investments, making them a smart choice for long-term investors. These funds track the stock market as a whole, so you're almost guaranteed to see positive returns over the long run. In many cases, lower-risk investments also tend to see lower returns, but the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF has earned an average return of around 15% per year since its inception in 2010. If you invested $400 per month in this ETF, earning a 15% annual rate of return. On your investments, you'd have around 2.087 million dollars saved after 30 years, making the most of your money. Patience is key with long-term investments like the S&P 500 ETFs because it takes time to see substantial returns. But the longer you leave your money alone, the more you can earn. Keep in mind too that S&P 500 ETFs. Are hands-off investments. You don't need to worry about buying or selling stocks or choosing which stocks to invest in. All you have to do is invest a little each month, then let the fund do the rest of the work for you. One of the best parts about investing in the S&P 500 ETFs is that the sky is the limit when it comes to how much you can earn. If you're able to invest a little more each month or let your money grow for a few more years, you could earn even more than two million dollars. Say, for example, you're investing $600 per month in the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF, earning a 15% annual rate of return. If you invest consistently for 35 years, you'd end up with a whopping $6.344 million. Even if you don't earn 15% returns every year, saving regularly can still help your money grow exponentially. If you earn an average 10% return each year, for example, while investing $600 per month. You'd have nearly two million dollars saved after 35 years. So even if the stock market doesn't experience outstanding returns, you can still reach multi-millionaire status. You don't have to be an expert to make a lot of money in the stock market. By choosing your investments wisely and investing consistently, it's easier than you may think to become a multi-millionaire. Become a member. Support this news commentary in the description. We focus on money, business, and finance. 
You can check out 40 buckscom to master your money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses. Contact us with your personal finance question or story, and we might turn it into an episode. So Yellen's big warning about Bitcoin. Treasury Secretary Jeanette Yellen issued a warning Monday about the dangers that Bitcoin poses both to investors and the public. Despite a sharp slide in price to start the week, the cryptocurrency continues to trade above $53,000 at the time of this recording as it has received boosts from various sources. Elon Musk Tesla recently made a substantial purchase and has said it will accept Bitcoin for transactions. However, Yellen said there remain important questions about legitimacy and stability. I don't think that Bitcoin is widely used as a transaction mechanism, she told CNBC's Andrew Ross Sorkin at a New York Times dealbook conference. To the extent it is used, I fear it's often for illicit finance. It's an extremely inefficient way of conducting transactions, and the amount of energy that's consumed in processing those transactions is staggering. And I agree with that. But a lot of people view Bitcoin, the people that actually understand it, to some degree, view Bitcoin as a store of value, not so much as a true currency. So mining Bitcoin requires users to solve complex mathematical equations using high-powered computer setups. The electric consumption used in the process leaves an annual carbon footprint equal to the nation of New Zealand, according to DigiEconomist. In addition to consumption concerns, Bitcoin also is considered to be a tool of those involved in a number of illegal activities because its use is difficult to trace, although technically every wallet has like a public ledger, so technically everyone can technically trace everything. Then there's volatility, as the cryptocurrency price has seen rapid peaks and valleys during its existence. It is highly speculative asset and... You know, I think people should be aware it can be extremely volatile, and I do worry about potential losses that investors can suffer, Yellen said. Various government agencies have contemplated the idea of making an alternate digital currency with the hopes that it would open up the global payment system to those who don't have access. The Federal Reserve, where Yellen once served as chair, has studied the issue and discussed the possibility of a new digital currency along with a payment system it expects to roll out over the next several years. I think it could result in faster, safer, and cheaper payments, which I think are important goals, Yellen said. So she actually basically agrees that there should be a cryptocurrency in place for use as like an actual currency in the United States, which I find very interesting. So become a member, support the channel, all that kind of stuff, right, in the description. You can check out 40inbox.com to master your money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses. Contact us with your personal finance question or story, and maybe we'll turn it into an episode because we want to help as much people as we can with their personal finances. But again, think about this, right? Yellen, Jeanette Yellen, pretty much admitted that they are basically in the works of trying to build a cryptocurrency as like a legitimate currency, right? So it's it's going to be interesting if the United States government basically ends up releasing something like, not like Bitcoin, but more so like Ethereum, but solely based on the United States dollar maybe, or something, it's going to be something similar because obviously 
I don't know how they're going to base it on anything because, I mean, even our currency nowadays, the U.S. dollar nowadays, it's just being printed, right? So exactly what are they going to actually base it off? Are they just going to basically replace everything with just eight, like one coin equals like one dollar, basically? It's going to be really, really interesting. SpaceX will double Starlink speed. Now, this is actually a very interesting thing, because before we get into the story, right? The cool thing about Starlink, right? Regardless of, you know, the price point where it's at right now, what is capable as of right now. Like, for example, I was watching on YouTube just randomly, right? I don't know why this video showed up, but it did. Recommended feed, all that kind of stuff, right? And there's this guy, I believe he was living in Alaska, where he was setting up his Starlink dish and basically going over it, right? And basically, he said literally nothing, no internet service at all worked for him. Nothing. No satellite service worked for him. Nothing, right? Nothing that was, you know, in existence, basically, where he was at, would work for him in his area. But Starlink actually worked for him, right? So basically, he was, like, in, like, the dead center of, like, the deep bush, right? And he had, like, a small kind of, like, area that was, like, spacious enough for him to actually set up a dish, right? With a Starlink dish. And he was actually able to basically upload a YouTube video because the video that he created of him setting up his Starlink uh, dish was actually edited and then uploaded using Starlink's internet, which was pretty amazing because he was technically in the beta program. I think he's still in the beta program. But it was a pretty amazing thing because, I mean, the quality wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. And apparently he was saying that it's the quality of actually, like, you know, like downloading was actually not that bad. Like, you could watch YouTube videos. You could watch, you know, Hulu, Netflix, all that kind of stuff, right? It's pretty much no big deal. And basically, the deep bush, right? Like, the deep within the forest kind of situation where, like, no signal, no telephone signal. Like, he was so deep that cell phone signal would not even reach him, right? Like, that's how deep this guy was. And yet, Starlink, in the better program worked for him and it was working well enough for him to actually upload a youtube video which if no one knows like how long it actually takes for an upload like to upload a youtube video it takes a while so the fact that he was actually even able to do that to begin with is amazing so spacex ceo elon musk said the company's starlink satellite internet service will double speeds to to customers later this year as it continues to build out the global consumer network. Speed will double to 300 megabytes per second, and latency will drop to 20 milliseconds later this year, Musk said in a tweet on Monday. Responding to a user who showed speed tests ranging between 77 and 130 megabytes per second. Latency is the amount of delay in an internet network defining how much time it takes a signal to travel back and forth from a destination. Latency and download speeds are key measures for an internet service provider. In a following tweet, Musk added that Starlink will reach customers around most of the Earth by the end of 2021 and is expecting to have complete global coverage by next year. 
He emphasized that Starlink, like other satellite broadband services, is intended for customers in low to medium population density area. Cellular will always have the advantage in dense urban areas, Musk said. Starlink is capital or is capital intensive project to build an interconnected internet network with thousands of satellites, known in the space industry as a constellation designed to deliver high speed internet to consumers anywhere on the planet. SpaceX leadership has previously estimated Starlink will cost about $10 billion or more to build, but believes that the network could bring in as much as $30 billion a year, or more than 10 times the annual revenue of its existing rocket business. SpaceX, two weeks ago, completed an equity raise of $850 million, CNBC reported on Tuesday, with the funds expected to go toward both Starlink and Starship. It's other ambitious development project. You know, it's kind of like amazing that Elon's able to keep all this kind of stuff in his head, trying to solve all these different problems. Like, I'm surprised his head hasn't exploded yet. To date, SpaceX has launched more than 1,000 satellites for Starlink, and in October, SpaceX began rolling out early service in a public beta to customers in the US and Canada and the UK. With service priced at $99 a month plus a $499. Upfront cost for the hardware needed to connect to the network. The company recently widened the scope of that public beta, allowing prospective users to place pre orders for Starlink service. SpaceX, in a filing with the Federal Communications Commission earlier this month, disclosed that Starlink has over 10,000 users in the United States and abroad in just over three months since the public beta began. SpaceX noted in the FCC filing that Starlink service is meeting and exceeding. 100 by 20 megabits per second throughput to individual users, while most users were seeing latency at or below 31 milliseconds. Feel free to become a member, support this sort of news commentary in the description. Check out 40inbox.com to master your money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses, and contact us with your personal finance question or story. And feel free to give your thoughts as to. What do you think of Starlink? Right? To me, I think it's a very useful tool for people who tend to live off grid or people who just live in some place in the world that makes it very hard for them to get access to the internet. Right? I think it's a very useful service for specific situations. That being said, there are also these like dead zones. Within cities and also just, you know, sub, you know, suburbs, right? Where for some reason, past like this, like specific street, you're typically not able to get like internet, right? Like, for, it's like almost similar to the way where like a pizza place stops being able to deliver after like a specific distance. They can't deliver to you, even though they're like so close to you. It's kind of like the same thing because it's like, It doesn't really make sense, but for some reason, there's like a specific dead zone where some places just get horrendous internet, like where they just cannot get internet. But 10 minutes one way in any direction, you could get perfect internet. So it's super nuts. But that stuff does exist nowadays in pretty much every single city, suburb, and state. 